naked. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a story. without further ado uh, shall we shall we start the show um hold on oh well Creek. um well uh-huh. here i am in rainy colorado and uh-huh. jeremiah is in sunny but kind of cold chicago well, it's not hot it's actually like it's weirdly been like 60s last few days, which is nice. I don't mind. I'm not complaining. I like I like to go to bed with my windows open, so you know, yeah, and not have to use my air conditioner. I guess. Well, <laughs> I guess we should say, uh, hey everybody, welcome back to the normal show. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Jeremiah. Yeah. And anything wrong with your apartment or your tires or? Uh no. Uh well. Amen. Well, well, and you are. Who who are you, Mister? First, before we go any further, who are you? Who are you? I, for your information, I'm the guy that's tired of you bailing on the show. <laughs> also known as Caleb, Mister. <laughs> Stop whining. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? But also known as Caleb. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, so yeah, unfortunately, life has really been uh, throwing me a series of tests the last few weeks. Um, had another tire issue, uh, which that's a whole other thing where I've literally gone through three tires in the last uh, month and a half. Um, and hopefully I don't have to do that for a while. Uh, then last Tuesday, as I was uh, preparing dinner uh, before the, the before we were going to record, I noticed that my sink was leaking. Uh, well, first I noticed that there was a giant puddle forming on my floor and that my kitchen sink had was like at the seams leaking when they had to come in the next day and actually replace a bunch of um, a bunch of pipes, which they used steel pipes. So I'm like, probably should have used PVC because I have a feeling in a few months this, this cycle may happen again, but whatever, I'm... It's not my, I, I'm not the property owner, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I'm back now. I know that last uh, last week, uh, because I had to cut out uh, last minute, uh, you did have a special guest host, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's that, true. How did that go? Uh, it was all right. We talked about things, stuff. Coral um, and Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Shane. Um. And um, it's nice to have him back. Mm. 
I wish I could have. Yeah, I'm, Thank I'm, you, Patrick. Yeah, for... I, I feel bad. I wish I could have, uh, uh, you know, could have joined you guys. But as I said, oh, fate is a cruel mistress and sometimes really loves to uh, throw, you, throw you some curves every now and then. Uh, but yeah. right now... Did you, I, did you just yell at the sky and say, y'all are brutalizing me? Well, I tried, but it didn't do anything. But uh, I will say this, like, as of right now, Nothing has gone wrong, so we're using that to take advantage uh, of a time so we can record this episode <laughs> before some <laughs> before the next thing that goes wrong. Um, so we got a lot because uh, I guess we haven't really recorded in a minute. Um, I guess well, like the big thing, like one of the big things, uh, which I think you said you were all caught up with, which I guess we can start. Uh, Stranger Things season four dropped a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, um, and. I will say this, it's, it's, I enjoy this season. However, because it's no longer, one of, one of the things that was always great about the other seasons is that they were pretty much kids putting this, like, you know, ridiculous <laughs> yeah, situation. Like, and now it's just becoming a middle-aged, movie. you know, 20 year old. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point now it's kind of becoming your typical slasher movie, which don't get me wrong. I Well, I, and, and uh, yeah, it's becoming darker and, and yeah. they kind of went more for that angle. Yeah. Kind of like a, Nightmare on Elm Street type well, feel. The fact that they even had uh, Robert England making right. appearance, and, and yeah. even the, what's the what's the name of the the big bad in this season? Vecna. Vecna kind of Who? has his his right hand. I forget if it's his right or his left hand. Left. But it's very similar to the <laughs> knife hand of Freddy Krueger's. Yeah, it's his left hand, and apparently, uh, you know, according to Patrick last week, that's a big D and D character. Yeah, from back, you know, in the original days of D and D, and um, just like they said in the show, he he was, you know, the story he was killed off by one of his like right hand men or something, mm-hmm. and but apparently he wasn't killed and he came back just like Vector. Yeah, well, um, and I do like. I mean, I will say this: the spoilers on this because we probably will will go in into in depth yeah, discussion spoilers. on this. Um. I kept trying to figure out, okay, what well, like, I mean, I knew, I knew that the the orderly was Vecna because I mean, all you really have to do is go to IMDb and look right. at the cast, and you're like, oh, you know, and, well, and they ruin it. I know. I wish they wouldn't do that until the yeah. show was done, like yeah. the season was done, and yeah. just say, you know, keep the big bad unrevealed until yeah. you know. But I mean, but Carrie, Carrie yeah. saw that too. But we we kind of suspected that. But I and then that, she was yeah. looking up Vecna, and she goes, "Oh, it is the same character." Yeah, but the thing though that kind of <laughs> were like, you know, they're implying, "Oh, he's been around since the '50s." That's the part where I I could not figure out, and I had to wait till the end. That that was the big twist when everyone like, "Oh, he was the he's that was the kid all along that was just a friggin' sociopath." Yeah, and and we figured that. Let's see. The other night we watched the fifth and sixth episode together. So it was kind of, um, we were kind of putting it together and then, uh, but we couldn't, the timeline was a little weird to us. Cause we were like, yeah. well, even, even if he was the kid, if the kid's like, say 10 years old, mm-hmm. you know, in 1986, he would be, 
He'd be in his thirties, which that actor, I believe. Well, you're right. Well, at at first, no, at first the 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 math was adding up. He'd be about like forty one, like our yeah. age. Yeah. We're, we were like, I don't know that I buy that guy's forty one. And then we were like, oh no, but wait, he would. This was like six years earlier in in the seventies, like seventy eight, seventy nine, when she was like five. Yeah, you know. And so we we then we were like, that would make sense because then he would be about thirty. 31 30 you know mid to early 30s yeah yeah because she we don't see her until 1983 yeah and so it is kind of interesting when they showed like the because i don't know if you follow millie bobby brown on instagram or anything but mm -hmm. i didn't kind of i remember scrolling through and seeing like where they showed like the makeup of how they got because she didn't shave her head again that's literally a wig they had like bolt pretty much like bolt her hair down with with uh, a gel and then put the cat like put like the like, like a skin on. cap with hair on yeah, it. yeah much, uh, i was like oh man must I to, i'd rather I'd just rather shave my head yeah <laughs> well I, because like you know she has all these modeling stuff she has well all yeah but there, there are lots of too. like the the girl that played um negasonic teenage warhead and Der yeah. uh, deadpool she shaves her head and still models. Yeah, so but who knows? Maybe Billy Bobby Brown. It also could be, I don't know, it could be like could the, be agreements, an the agreements that she has with like the company she models for. Are probably like, no, you're not going to shave your head. Well, nor she could be doing another movie where she yeah. has to have hair. So, but they well, could why didn't they with... just CGI a, a weird fleshy part where a mustache was on her face? <laughs> <laughs> it's really Meemaw. <laughs> so, uh, and i immediately sent that to you didn't I? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And it's I, really like, like, that guy loves his grandma I don't yeah know. it's really mima <laughs> mima <laughs> but uh but no but but no honestly like i mean don't get me wrong i said i like i like what they're doing with stranger things however <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I am not as much as I, I like the growth of Steve uh, of Steve Harrington's character. I am not mm -hmm. Team Steve Nancy. She should be with uh, who's the other guy? Um, the ugly, weird looking dude. Yeah, but he, hey, look, ugly. <laughs> he weird needs some dude. help. What's that? He he needs this man. Come on, I Wait, but no, but he's <laughs> look. I, I kind of related to him because he's kind of like the outsider, and oh, all the popular kids are picking on him. So it's like, yeah, yeah, he just he just needs to put some cucumbers on his eyelids, and he he maybe. well, it's because of all the coke that he does in real life. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember, there was that that thing where he got stopped at the airport, where he was denied <laughs> entrance into the U.S. because of the cocaine or whatever. <laughs> um uh, but uh it's a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> um anywho um uh but what was it? uh but no like yeah like, I mean yes I like the growth but come on Nancy's already been through there and I, and I know yeah. exactly what they're going to do. He's going to they're kind of going to do like the it thing where uh you know the, the thing as in from the movie it where mm -hmm. he's, he's going to bring her back by kissing her. That's what's going mm -hmm. to happen. <laughs> and i'm like i see it coming a mile away unless unless they go a completely different route then i will eat my words but uh, well we maybe they'll know. just play more kate bush and then yeah. she'll come out of it we won't know until uh july 1st though and uh it looks like i guess they're gonna be like feature length almost like two feature length yeah. 
things. And and here's the thing is like I figured this I thought this was such a last season, but it looks like there's another season on the way. And it's like, come on. Well, guys. no, that's yeah, that was that was the whole point. Season four, the two parter is building up to season five, which is the last season. Oh, because I mean, these, these kids are getting, like I said, they're, they're, they're in their twenties now. Most of them are in, like, I know like, uh, what's his face. Um, who was also in it. Ben um, Wolfhard. Yeah. Like he's, he's in his early twenties now. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, all of them. Oh, like you guys just in there playing high school kids and it's just like, come on. Yeah. I mean, Millie Bobby Brown is, I mean, well, I mean, at least she's still kind of age appropriate cause she's 18. Um, I think the actually they think the oldest one is the actor who plays Lucas. Um, I think he's I think he's close to like I want to say like he might be close to twenty five. Let me double check. Sure. Um, uh, just kind of let me see here. How old yeah. is he? Um, Stranger Things. Oh. Well, and Finn Wolfhard right now in this show. I mean, he's such a little beanpole. Yeah, he he just looks so weird. Like, you know, kid actors they've they grow up and, and they, they uh, kind of the awkward, like like the yeah. kid from the Harry Harry Potter. Like he was kind of goofy looking, but then he got older and got kind of you know, yeah. oh, I'm all sexy now. Yeah, uh, like the the one pl- that played Neville Longbottom. Yeah. yeah, but now, but the opposite was true with Finn Wolfhard. He he was kind of like oh, what every a cute time little... every time I see his legs, I'm like. Dude, have you ever thought about doing squats? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ever, ever thought about you, it? Like you can do like you know three sets of thirty a day. Don't even any. Don't even add any weight. Just you know. Just have, go ever up heard and of down. protein kid? <laughs> um, but yeah. then, but then you've got like I, I was telling Carrie, um, it's gonna be funny when that when the Dustin Matarazzo kid with the no front teeth ends up being like more hunky and sexy than yeah. Finn Wolfhard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look at, well, also another example, look at stand by me, how the fat boy ended up marrying Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> and, yeah. and well, Will she's Wheaton. no longer Stamos. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rebecca, well now she's just <laughs> Rebecca Romaine, I guess. What, okay, O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah. O'Connell, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. And you know, at the time, Will Wheaton was like the cute boy in that. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, and now like you look at the two of them, it's like, oh yeah, he's he's much better. Yeah. <laughs> the fat yeah. kid aged better. Yeah. Um, but well, that uh, makes I mean, me so wonder I'm, what uh, what Lard Bud looks like now. Lard, oh, Lard ass. Uh, he's probably dead because <laughs> he's <laughs> made fun of. Yeah, he's probably voting Republican somewhere. Ugh gross um but uh but yeah so interesting to see what happens we have to wait for another month actually well i guess less than a month now because it's i think that premieres the first um but uh but yeah um so you know hopefully uh we get you know we'll, we'll at least get closure and find out whether or not uh you know nancy makes it or does l get her powers back oh well l has her powers back right well, do we ever confirm that? Well, what are the army guys going to do when they show up there? Oh, she's going to break the bones like Vecna. And oh. She's going to be like, I did it with a happy memory, though. <laughs> and that makes me good. I'm bad. And then, <laughs> and then... comes a crazy bad lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy bad lesbian. No, I'm a crazy... bones. I don't like you anymore, uh, Will. Or not and, Will. And Paul, Paul Reiser comes out and he like, 
you know, does an approving like fist pump and nods at her and says, I'm mad about you. Yeah. Oh, I figured he, I thought you were going to say he was going to go, Oh, uh, look, I thought we should have given her her powers back and I was wrong. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I made a mistake and I was wrong. (laughs) Friggin' Carter Burke. Uh, (laughs) It's really hard for me to not see him as Carter Burke. In everything else he yeah. does, even in Mad About You, uh, it's like I keep waiting for him to send, uh, you know, uh, uh, to a Ripley. Plan. Ripley. <laughs> well, I can't believe I forgot. Uh, Ripley was almost killed by an android, or whatever he says. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Stranger Things. Uh, are mm-hmm. you caught up on Barry? Uh, well. We have not watched the most recent one from last okay. th- this past Sunday, but we did watch the one where uh, he's poisoned at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am caught up, so I won't say too much about that. Uh, but it does—I don't know—it it really does make you. They do a really good job of showing you that. Oh man, the walls are closing in because I mean, clearly. Clearly, I know something will something is going to give because, you know, they're they've already been greenlit for another season. Um, right, I know that too. <clears throat> I know that I knew that before you knew that. And uh, and anywho, um, and because of that, so it's like okay, something will happen. But it, just like the idea of like, well, how it's just kind of like the more and more you watch, like, well, how are they going to get out of this? How's Barry going to get out of this? One? How's ooh, what what's Fuchs up to? Well, what's going to happen to uh, uh, what's the what's the what's the girl's name? I keep forgetting. Uh, uh, <laughs> Susie, Liza, Lisa. Because he goes, hey, on that preview, which I, I love the I love that when it happens to so that. Hey, so and so, I just want to <laughs> let you know. He's, oh my god, this is forty percent off. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like. Just repeating everything, and even the How even like, can you not talk on the phone in the yes. store? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Sir, can you please keep your voice? <laughs> can you please keep your voice down? <laughs> yeah, Sally, that was it. Yeah, Sally, and yeah, I did. I and you know what? I'm proud of myself. Did not have to look at my phone. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you must um, be very proud of yourself. I proud of myself. You're damn right. I am. <laughs> no one gets that but you and me. <laughs> Well, you know, we're the real ones. Um, Only the real ones get it. Anywho, uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, so... Cristobal. Cristobal, um, yeah. He, he took my Cristobal. Yeah. And uh, that was the funny part about that episode was the everybody kept going to the beignets by, beignets by Mitch. And, and he, yo, like, weirdly yo, gave bro, them, like, like sage advice, too. Yeah, but just, like, while mouth-breathing and looking yeah. like an idiot. You know, I told you you need to leave that guy. Uh, he's, he's lots of red flags. Yeah, red flags. Didn't tell you he was straight. Didn't tell you he was married. <laughs> it's a lot of red flags. <laughs> so you're saying I should look for more red flags? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you ever thought about? Uh, you could uh, be in business with me. I'm you thinking know, about you seem like a really swell. You seem like a really sweet dude, or, so, or something like, like that. <laughs> yeah. like, there was. I forget the adjective he uses. <laughs> something, dude. And, uh, I wouldn't mind uh, working, working with you. <laughs> yes, I'm going yeah. to think on that and yeah. uh, get back to you. <laughs> no, hey, Hank. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, but no. So it's it's such a really interesting. Oh, and the whole scene with uh, 
the bike, the motorcycle chase, and how yeah. like, those guys really don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> like when they're like a little bit, they see him in the car, like, "Hey, this is the guy, right?" Yeah. The guy. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, and then realizes. Yeah, which, but I mean, the what we've seen of Barry, I think he would pick up on it faster. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as funny, you know. But yeah. but him being he's special also, forces and all also, that. His mind is also remember like the whole thing is like I'm a good man, I'm a good man. Yeah. Like, he's like his mind. You're up. my buddy, you're my pal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're my buddy, you're my pal. Because <laughs> I think his his mind was somewhere else. Because he's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make a difference because I'm gonna help her out with her uh, her vet her vet work, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just how like he's like then just take oh, like the mailman. <laughs> The scene where he just <laughs> after he hits the guy on the bike, the mailman yeah. is just like looking at him like, uh, well, what that was, yeah, well, that was strange. <laughs> and then he just takes the guy's bike and continues <laughs> on. Yeah, uh, I think one of my favorite parts too is after the the guy in the van, you know, we're bringing him your way, and he misses every shot when he has the. Machine he gun. tries to hand off the gun. He just goes hand <laughs> off, <laughs> like he yeah. hits the guy on the bike, <laughs> basically kills him. <laughs> yeah, oh. and then the guy in the store, not today, not today. The car, <laughs> the car dealership. He runs yeah. inside and gets a shotgun. And <laughs> she's up on the roof. Well, because like the implication is that this happens more than <laughs> once there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Well, and and everything going on with uh, Kusuno is funny too because he's yeah. like that. Genuinely, like Barry's plan worked to get him back in the business, you know. Yeah. And uh, but of course, because he has because he has burned so many bridges, <laughs> no one believes his sincerity. Yeah. Like with, um, well, especially not Laura Sangiacomo. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's something funny that happens, and I don't want to tell it to you because you haven't seen it yet, but something with her character in the next episode is pretty good, and it's kind of like, it's scared, like, there's a moment where she's, like, scared shitless, and I can't, mm-hmm. oh, God, I wish you'd seen it, because I, we'll, we'll talk about it next time, um, and, uh, and it's a really great moment for her character, um, but uh, but no, like uh, it's another one because there's only and there's only one more season or one more not, not one more season one more show remaining in this season. Mm. Um, so kind of makes you wonder. Say, like, oh, they've got. And to me, it feels like they've got a lot of um, uh, ground to cover. Yes, exactly. Uh, before they get to the end, uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, maybe it's a two-parter like Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. That seems to be the thing like now. Double, like a double episode, yeah. Yeah, split episodes are so hot right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so turned on right now. Yeah. It's like more like Nagatu. I know. Yeah. I know, but I just, what popped into my head was South Park, the, the Kevin Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. ah! And then the, the guy. Oh, I'm so turned on. I'm so turned on. Oh, it's right. Oh, no. Chris Hansen. Oh, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, <laughs> um, um, so I guess uh, uh, we'll be on, I guess, Obi- Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Which, uh, I'm assuming you you said you were all caught up with. Yeah, uh, we've, we've, we've seen it. It's not as good as Mandalorian. Yeah. 
Um, I, 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 but I, it's good. I yeah. like I like that they're connecting the the dots, yeah. the storylines. And it's really, it, I will say this, to me it is almost, I mean, it's, it's not com- entirely, but it is almost saving, salvaging the prequels for me. Um, and I like the fact that this is not, unlike the prequels, entirely dependent on CGI <laughs> because there are yeah. real and real practical effects going on in this. Um, and I like the, you know, I, I love the thing that it, like, in the last episode, which we kind of talked about before recording is how they even, because you've never really seen like people who are pro empire, like, like regular citizens who are pro empire in right, the Star like- Wars universe. The, and then the, there's the character that Zach Braff voices. That's like, yeah, the truck, the the delivery guy who's like got the big. Hey, I might want to check this guy out. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like the big the Empire bumper sticker and kind of kind of like <laughs> has shades of MAGA on there, where he's like, <laughs> "Oh, you like you like the Empire?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we we love it." And he's like, "Yeah, me too. It's good to have some order, <laughs> you know." <laughs> it's like, you know yeah. So, um. And yeah, so well, it's like, and it was an we, you know, we watched that third episode. The first two, we were like, okay, cool. And then the third episode just kind of fell apart for us because, you know, first of all, there's that character, um, the lady that you're supposed to not like, but it's, I hate the Inquisitor. One, one trope I hate is the dogged pursuer who'll stop at nothing. To get what they want, and it's like, eh, well, the on, thing is, like, that's also a character. If I re- if I recall, it's part of that uh, video game because uh, the Inquisitors play a well, major role. Yeah, all the all the Inquisitors are yeah, they're they're um, things. But uh, what is the like? What is I just hate the, the, the trope. Uh, what is it? Fallen Fallen Order. Yeah, like yeah. And there's also just, well, it's funny though is that like sidebar apparently like they're because you know they're doing the new video game of that and there is i think talk of like possibly that character showing up in like either yeah. obi-wan or or like mandalorian or something because he's such a popular video game character now yeah because you know you know i'm talking about the the guy who was from <laughs> who was from gotham the who was like the joker you mean the one that played the grand inquisitor no, 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 no. Or, the, the, this is from Fallen Fall Order, the char- the main character in Fallen Order, like the, the, the hero, uh, the, 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 the Padawan that escaped. Um, oh, sure. You I didn't know. play that game. I love that we I played, literally just I played it. Battlefront 2. We talked about it for five minutes about it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know all that game. Oh, like, uh, yeah, that was Fallen yeah, Order. I have no idea what that is. I didn't see it. It's um, the, the kid from uh, Shameless, uh, Redheaded Ged. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that guy, too. His face makes me want to punch it. Do you even know who he is? <laughs> yeah, the red-headed guy. Who's, oh, yeah. Um, no, but what I'm saying about her, stuff. I I just hate the trope of dogged pursuer. Who, you know, and, and here's where it really fell apart for us. So they go into that little safe house with the hidden escape tunnel and everything. And she just, like, walks right in and goes, oh, Oh, here's the hidden tunnel. I'm so uh, like she's force sensitive. Yeah, but the force isn't going to tell you where a hidden tunnel is. Sure, you have uh, X-ray vision with the force. Right. You can also mm-hmm. leap. Uh, you uh, clearly, if Caleb, if you can leap buildings with a single yeah. bound with the force, the, why can't you have X-ray vision? Yeah, the Deus Ex Machina is strong with this one. <laughs> um, and here's the thing. Oh, we're in this tunnel. 
this escape tunnel. You keep on going, little Leia. I'm going to go back and help Obi-Wan. Oh, by the way, I didn't cross paths with this lady who's standing out here. And suddenly I'm just like out here with Obi-Wan. And then little Leia gets to the end of the tunnel and she's like, oh, here I am to get you, little Leia. There were multiple The Inquisitor. Uh, uh, It was a supply uh, chain issue. Yeah. Yeah. She just appears at the other end of the tunnel and knows right where it goes, apparently. Uh, supply line. Inflation. That's force center. It was force, force. No, no, that, that's inflation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supply line. Well, it's because it's cause Biden wants us to pay more at the pump. He did that. <laughs> yeah, now, now, don't tell me that, that the gas is expensive all over the world right now because that don't make no sense to me. I, don't I mean, that. it's a question of mental health. Guns don't kill people. <laughs> I, maybe, I you don't give, maybe you don't give people with poor mental health guns. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier for less people to die. Yeah, but anyhow, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> I, I I don't use a flash water. I use my AR-15 to shoot them on. Well, that, that it just flies right away. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. uh, yeah. So I, I it was a little ridiculous there. And at I, the I end. mean, and like, they still do like, have. Oh, there on. are still two more to go. So we'll see what yeah. happens as a whole. Um, yeah, it was just a little ridiculous. Yeah, and then we get, uh, then we get, and, and Darth Vader drags him through the fire and is like mm-hmm. holding him there, and then he gets up and he's just like, my arm is singed a little bit. My arm is singed, Anakin. <laughs> Anakin, you've singed my. Arm. I kept, I kept doing that the whole show. Like, Anakin, like the part where she goes, "You knew my, my mom, didn't you?" And, or and or your dad or something, whatever it was she knew, said. It's like you knew her, didn't you? Whenever yeah, and and then he during his pause, I was like, I knew your father also. I had the high ground. <laughs> and I just kept point, putting that in there wherever I could. Oh, you're my brother, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mainly for time, uh, and because we've unfortunately got a lot of the, the list this week is a little bigger. It is two, two months behind right yeah. now. Well, not two months, but like maybe a Three week, weeks. but, uh, a week or two. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so unfortunately we're on that part of the show where we have to say goodbye to. Wait, some... are we? Well, not yet. We're not. Well, I mean, we're at, we have we're, we haven't even we're... talked about Love, Death, and Robots season okay. three. All right, all right. Let's. let's we got let's time. Do... All right. We got I know time you always like to do this under an hour or, or within an hour. But... Well, I do. Yeah, but we're only at thirty minutes right now, so oh, yeah. we've still got a whole half okay. of the show that nobody's going to listen to. <laughs> not if you talk about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, well, before I... we do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so since we're already talking about Obi-Wan, uh, I heard uh, apparently there's going to be a show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Oh, yes. Uh, with Jude Law. Jude Law is yeah. going to be in that. Yeah. So yeah, I forget, like, do you know anything about that show? Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. Uh, it's something about, I think, a younger, it's like a younger crowd who finds like some sort of, um, I forget, it's like an empire, an empire ship or something. Let's see here. Skeleton. Let's see here. Star Wars. S-T-A-R. 
Well, and this is going to be kind of one of the first ones that isn't Skywalker Saga related, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, let's see here. Ske- Skeleton crew. Okay. Jack Skellington crew. Uh, yeah. Come up. It's not. Maybe I. I, it's, I don't know. Well, it's not important. What? C R E U. W. Uh, that's weird. Okay, let's see. Maybe I just put Jude Law. J U D E. Jude Law, upcoming acting projects. Oh, it's just called. There's no Star Wars. It's just Skeleton Crew. Oh, uh, let's see. It says follows a group of kids who are ten years old who get lost in the Star Wars universe. So it's so it's the Goonies. Oh. Basically, <laughs> or Stranger Things, yeah. <laughs> okay, and Jude Law is probably Mama Fatelli. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, you know, season yeah, three. Season three. Um, now let let's just talk about this here because I discovered this show before anybody else out there ever discovered it because mm-hmm. I am great. And uh, season one, you know, was good. Well, you must be very proud of yourself. Yes, yes. I damn right I am. Um, But uh, so season one was good. Uh, There were like four that I really liked and a Mm. couple that I was like, okay, that, you know, good. And then there was one that I was like, eh, that was kind of boring. And then season two, kind of the same way. There were a couple that I was just like, eh, I could have done without those. And then, uh, you know, all the rest were pretty good. This season, I thought they were all pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, especially my favorite ones. Um, well, just visually, I liked the the one where they're stranded on that planet. Uh, um, the, the one with uh, Mackenzie, what's her face? Um, what is her name? Yeah, where they're like out there yeah, like mining. Or, Davis. Or, yeah. Where, she and, where she's like basically hallucinating, but then also becoming part of the planet or whatever. Right. And um, and then the there was the one with Joe Manganello, of course. Which one was that? Oh, the, the, oh yeah, the, the one, one with like the the the, 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 the Cthulhu one. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that one was good. I liked the one um, that was like the robot bear because uh, uh, I think Joel McHill, that's the one he was. Yeah, in. he's in that one. Yeah, and and, and uh, yeah, and uh, oh, what's his name? The you know does Wolverine all the time. Steve, yeah, Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom. Yeah, and uh, and Gabriel one, Luna. Yeah, Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Luna. Uh, but the one I liked most was the last one, Jabaro, or at least that's the one I watched last. Really, you th- you liked that one the most? That one. That one was nuts. Yeah, I know it's nuts, but I mean, and, and granted, it has a high, like out of all, I'm looking at it all, and it has like eight point one. But the one I loved, uh, it was, uh, and it actually has the highest out of all of them, was Bad Traveling. Yeah, I mean, that the was, reason uh, I like love that I liked all yeah. of them, but the re- I, I would say the reason I love Bad Traveling the most is because the twist, because you think that he's self serving the entire time. That you yeah. think that okay, he's just trying to kill these people, you know, because you know, because they make the you know, they're the, the crab monsters on the boat, and it's like, I want you to take me to this island. Well, actually, and, see, I didn't see it that way. I didn't see that he was being self-serving because 
I, you know, no, I because felt they that... no, because they don't tell you, but you don't really know that until the end because he's, you know, because you think that they voted, you know, you think that they voted, uh, you know, to the, the, the you know, cause he said only two of you voted, uh, to, you know, to, uh, to, yeah, to go to the island. Yeah, because yeah, the, the choice that the that you know, well, first off, the the, the thing de- demands that it takes them to this island where there are a bunch of innocent people that it'll kill and eat, and then he says we could, you know, there are two places, yeah. we, there are two places we go. Like, yes, it's faster to go there, but we'll kill people if we drop if we do it. This thing, or we go further to this secluded island. Oh, and, yeah, and, and then we're basically sacrificing ourselves. Yeah, and and he was like, we'll put it to a vote, and then according to this, like the the vote was that. You know, they said like you know, you know, it was a secret ballads, and he said two of you voted to go straight to the island, and of course, oh, who could it be? And he points the two of them out, and he shoots them. Yeah. <clears throat> and then each time, like the the you know, so then eventually he goes, you know, eventually he's like, all right, uh, you know, we uh, we're we're going to you know, because and you hear him like say whenever he's like feeding the dead crew members, like, all right, that's enough to get you by, just another day, you know, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of then the key even kind of at a certain point says, "Well, we can't make it all the way out. We've got to go to the the populated island, you know." And you're thinking, "Oh my God, this guy he never you know he never had any intention of of doing the right thing." And then suddenly, then like when it comes down to him and the last uh, crew member, and he goes, "You know, I was I forget exactly his I forget exactly the line he says, but he basically says uh, there was never or." It was something like of like, I never really had. A, I, oh, that's what it was because he made. Uh, uh, whenever he made the ballads, he he cut them some some of them different uh, sizes so he could figure out who voted what. Yeah, and, and he they goes, all the voted. Truth is, I yeah. never cut them any different sizes. You all voted to go to the populous island and shoots the last guy and then basically sets the boat on fire and sa- you know and and kills mm-hmm. and, you know, sacrifices the crew because they wanted to kill the the, the right. majority of people and so yeah. you find out that he actually was a mortal person <laughs> and i loved that twist because at first you're like god he's just killing these people he's he's not moral like what what is his what is his end game here and then you find out what his end game well is. i saw i knew what his end game was oh well I'm impression like that oh well no, I I thought you know maybe that last guy was the only one, but then he he, he was like, yeah, you all voted X. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, because at the first they kind of set it up like he is the good one, and 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 against the taller, the big bucks, bulky like Hulk yeah, yeah. kind of guy, and you know he draws the short straw, so they make him go downstairs, and you know find out what that thing or whatever interact with it and um i don't know it just seemed it seemed like he was it it was kind of leading to him being the only one that had any sort of moral conscience yeah um but i didn't think it was going to be the whole crew you know yeah um but anyway, yeah, that was good one. I just liked the Jabaro because of the way the the style was. Like, it was very weird, and I don't know. I I think it was like 
uh, live action with yeah, like it was, it was kind, kind of, of an animation overlay. It was over kind of it. like, do you remember the one in season one where like the person sees the murder across the way and then the other yeah, person? Yeah, was, them, was yeah. Was it the same people that did it? I don't it know if it was the same people or not, same but it was style. definitely that same style of animation. Yeah, but this was, this was even weirder because when they're all like, when she's doing the siren call and they're all just like flopping around like crazy and yeah. like, killing each other except for the yeah. guy who, who can't hear. Right, and then... Somehow flips it and gets mm. him too because he can suddenly hear and oh, they, oh, it had to do something with her like of him basically, I guess kind of like symbolically raping her by taking off all the gold and shit yeah, she had. well killing yeah killing and taking all of her stuff yeah. and then she comes back and and she's like hey her, that's my stuff yeah <laughs> her voice was kind of gone but she still managed to get him yeah. I don't know I th- I just thought the look of it and how yeah weird and crazy it was was kind of cool mm-hmm. um but yeah and then like i guess i got in the the cthulhu one with joe manganella and jaw courtney yeah and that guy dies and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh, and, um, i'm assuming there'll be uh, another season yeah um because that's because netflix you know they can't really afford to cancel anything anymore <laughs> Gone well, are those yeah, days except Netflix. all their customers that they're pissing yeah. off. I know that's what I'm saying. It's like I have a feeling they're probably not going to be canceling a lot of shit like they used to because they're going to be desperate for content and they want to keep customers, so or subscribers, we should say. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so moving on, uh, like I said, since we like this is going to probably take us a minute to talk about all these guys. Um, uh, unfortunately, lost quite a few people um within the last couple weeks uh one of them actually actually first on the list here was someone who slipped through the cracks that i kind of feel bad that we didn't mention before um and that would be uh character actor jack keeler uh now if you don't recognize him uh his name i guarantee i guarantee you you'd recognize his face uh and some of the work he's done um he's in movies like big trouble uh, he and um uh, uh, who's the Chicago guy who's dead? Uh, Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were like the, they were the hitmen that were supposed to be yeah. sent down to kill um, uh, Stanley Tucci. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah my favorite my favorite thing from that one was when they were both in the the car, uh, and like stuck listening to, listening to the radio. Yeah, listening to the radio, and he he keeps turning it off and then turning it on to hoping something will be different. It's just the same two guys arguing about, arguing about the Florida, Florida Gators. Gators. <laughs> but, but you, my always favorite part... call. You, you always say we don't call. Yeah, well, I'm calling yeah. you. Well, here I am. I'm calling. <laughs> um, but it, just the disgusted look on D- Dennis Farina's face and they're stuck <laughs> in traffic trying to get to the airport. And, and that goat just walks by and just his look of like, was that a goat? <laughs> you know, like, I hate Florida. You know, like he just looks so disgusted. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but yeah. The, so the other guy, yeah, Jack Jack Keeler. Um, I would say the other role that he's probably most noted for is uh, the role of Marty, uh, the dude's landlord in uh, Big Lebowski. And I love the scene. In fact, like just wanted to play it really quick, just because it is such a great scene. Uh, and just just his reaction, and it, it explains why the dude who has no employment has an apartment. So, which my train to go by? 
because I don't want the ambient noise. I just want my rug back, man. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Dude. Hey, Marty. Dude, I, I, I finally got I got the uh, the venue I wanted. To, I'm performing my dance quintet, you know, my cycle at Crane Jackson's Fountain Street Theater on Tuesday night. And uh, I'd love it if you came and gave me notes. I'll be there, man. Uh, dude, uh, tomorrow's already the 10th. Far out. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, okay. Just, uh, just slip the rent under my door. <laughs> yeah, just, just the idea. He's just like this mousy, passive aggressive guy. And that's how the dude's just taking advantage of him, and that's how he's staying there. Um but yeah, he uh let me see if I can find the info on him here. Um oh, come on. Where's the stuff I've looked at? Uh Jack Keeler. Uh, I think you're somewhere here, Jack Keeler. Where did you go? Let's see here, Jay. Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler. An old man who's pervy. (laughs) Uh, uh, Lake Lake Wobegon. So, yeah, he was 75 years old. And I believe, actually, I do remember this now. Uh, I think he died from complications Mm -hmm. of leukemia. So, Mm -hmm. not a good way to go. and as far as as far as film credits go, he had wow over 172 film credits, uh, which uh, started back in uh, let's see here, uh, 1983. He did something called Strange Invaders, whatever that is, and he was also on like Hill Street Blues. What, what, was that that one with like the aliens? Uh, I don't uh, remember where it's like Halloween and everybody. That, that was that was Spaced Invaders. That oh, was space, that was more yeah. like late. That was like. Yeah, uh, early '90s when that came out. But yeah, yeah, he did. Was in Hunter, Cagney and Lacey, uh, Hill Street Blues. Um, did all like did, was in New Heart, um, L.A. Law, and then you know also like I said, um, went you know had a had a very good career as a character actor. Uh, he was in Point Break. Uh, he was in Last Boy Scout, Grand Canyon. Um, Let's see what else was he in. Well, obviously, Big Lebowski is probably said probably his most well-known role. Um, uh, let's see here, uh, Wyatt Earp. Uh, let's see here. That's the, that's the bad one, by the way, not the good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Water. Well, also a big surprise. He was in Waterworld because he was also in Wyatt Earp. Um, <laughs> man, he's a, like I said, God, I'm going through his uh, catalog here. Lost Highway. Um, David Lynch classic. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, the man has done a lot. Yep, Lethal Weapon Four, Austin Power. Oh, and Austin Power is the spy who shagged me. He's the guy who yells out "One-eyed monster." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, the guy did. The guy had a very, you know, he's another one of those character actors who we lost, and unfortunately, as we go down the list, you'll see we lost uh, a couple of them. Uh. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jack Keeler, age 75, he will be missed. Uh, RIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the next one uh, we have here is, uh, is actually on the music side, Andy Fletcher. Uh, and he was one of the founding members of um, Depeche Mode. He was, I believe, their keyboardist. 
Uh, he passed away on, let's see here. Uh, but he died. Okay, so he died at 60. Um, see if it says what he died of. Um, it just says natural causes. So, actually, I always, it always irks me when they say that. Natural causes can be a lot of things. I know. Um, I don't care but, about your your privacy at this time. Tell me. I want to know. But yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Depeche Mode, which is one of like the, you know, uh, was one of the uh, sort of groundbreaking, uh, uh, like in like the new wave era of bands in the 80s and like in the, in, or I guess it's would say in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, I know I still, I listen to a lot of their stuff, you know, even now like I kind of, you know, discovered them later in life, much like I did The Cure. Um, and they even kind of had a few hits in the early aughts too, like wrong was another one. Um, but yeah, so Andy Fletcher keyboard, uh, keyboardist for Depeche Mode died at 60 RIP. Thank you for the music. Um, and along the music lines, uh, there was Ronnie Hawkins who, uh, was one of the founding members of the band band. The band. Does it say? Does it say what he died of? Uh, I don't remember. Let me see if they'll tell me. It's, it there was. I saw him. Ronnie Hawkins. Um, uh, 80, eighty-seven years old. So I mean, he yeah, he at least like lived up there. Um, yeah, this picture that they have on uh, Wikipedia. He's got some sort of bruise or something hiding under his beard. It says uh, unspecific illness is what I what I have here whenever I looked him up on IMDb. Mm. Um, well, that doesn't yeah. help at all. No, sure doesn't. But uh, did a lot of a lot of uh, his stuff made it on a lot of soundtracks, and apparently it looks like he had a had a few acting gigs too. Um, he had fifteen acting credits. Uh, let's see here. See so any of them were. Uh, snake eater, what's that? Something that only has that had Lorenzo Lamas in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like direct a video, yeah. Uh, he was in Meatballs 3, <laughs> so the bar singer. Um, Heaven's oh, and, and, and uh, infamously in Heaven's Gate, which is the the movie that ruined, um, oh God, that director's Michael uh, Sem- Seminero or whatever, the guy who did Deer Hunter, that movie basically destroyed his career. So, so yeah, Ronnie Hawkins, uh, 87 years old. Like I said, not a not a bad run. Uh, you know, hopefully all of us will be so lucky, um, but except for the illness part. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, like I said, unspecific illness, but hey, uh, gave us decades of music from the band. So RIP Ronnie Hawkins. Um, I guess, uh, let's see. But so back in uh, character actors, uh, you know, because we have two more to go through and then, then, a, then kind of a big one, which we'll, we'll get to, um, where is he? Oh, there he is. Uh, so John, uh, how do you say his last name? Aylward. Aylward. Uh, who is an actor who most people probably know from ER, um, uh, where he played what is his name here? Oh, Doctor, Doctor Who, not that Doctor, Doctor Puffface. <laughs> the man is dead, Caleb. Give him some <laughs> dignity. Um, let's see here. ER, where are what? Uh, come on, ER, what year did that come out? 
Scroll, scroll, scroll. Not a Cree. Oh, let's see here. I passed it. I wish it would tell me who he was. Um, where that? Where? When did ER come out? Was that ninety? That was like ninety-three, four, something like Jurassic Park. Nah, it's not then. Uh, let's see here. Ninety-five. Or maybe. How how not, can you not just type in John Elward? Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at his filmography, and I'm trying to find, and I'm not sure if it's showing me like when he joined the cast or whenever it came out. Oh, yeah, so I'm just kind of scrolling through. And I'm trying to figure it out. Can't really. I think he was in like some of the later seasons, okay. but you know, back when all the stars like. George Clooney and uh, oh, what's his face from? And the, he's another guy. He's another guy who's got like a thousand freaking credits, so it's really kind of hard to look through here. He was on in like 1994. 94. All right, like, like I one. said, where are you? 94. He was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Turtles in time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. No, no, I don't see. Uh, I can't find it. Mentalist. Yeah, I'm like I keep looking for ER, and I don't see ER anywhere. Crazies. Um, well, look, look around 1994. I did, and there's literally nothing. <laughs> there's literally nothing on his thing on 1994. There's 93 where he's in Turtles, and then it skips to to 96 where he was in something called Eden. He was in Yellowstone. People love Yellowstone. Fire. Um, Shameless. Armageddon. A million day- ways to die in the West. Just uh, visiting the the the, the American, American horror version. story. Allie McBeal, Dharma and Greg. Fringe. Yep. The practice. Water for elephants. Judging Amy. Nip Tuck. Carnival. Monster in law, the crazies. You said that one, <laughs> the Alias, mentalist, the West Wing, cold case. He, that one too. Uh, he, was, he was in a lot of stuff, yeah. He did a lot of things, uh, yeah. Okay, he wasn't okay. All right, let's see here. So he was, I found it. He, he was Alias. Dr. Donald uh, uh, Ossoff on ER, apparently. They, apparently, I had to go all the way up to 2008 because that's how long he was on the show. Yeah, 94 to 2008. Or 96 to 2008. Oh, that was a hunt. Yeah. <laughs> but but anyhow. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but he, uh, yeah. died, once again, says he died of natural causes. Whatever that means. Use your imagination. Um, but uh, the... America's leading killer, natural causes. Natural causes. Oh, you got to do something about that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, like I said, once again, he was a he was a character 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 actor who had ninety eight uh, acting credits. So not a not not a slouch. Um, and unfortunately, uh, died. But uh, you know, seventy five, uh, probably you know, not 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 the worst run, but still, you always want. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd hope to get more. You want to live forever. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, so R.I.P. 
uh, John Elward. Uh, and next on the list uh, is a guy who I, I this was one of those guys, another one of those character actors um, who it's like, man, take it, you know, you, you, you take for granted uh, mm-hmm. having him. Uh, but um, uh, Bo Hopkins, uh, you know, famous character. Yeah, yeah, I cannot talk today. Famous character actor. Uh, who was in such uh, movies as American Graffiti, Midnight Express, Wild Bunch, The Getaway, Killer Elite. Um, he was also in, uh, let's see here, uh, where was it? Uh, I feel like I'm, oh, uh, more American, he was also in more American Graffiti. Um, <laughs> and he was always kind of like played the sort of, uh, you know, kind of redneck uh, sheriff a lot of times in in movies. Uh and uh, let's see, you're trying to think what else uh, I'm missing that he did. Um, oh, yeah, he was in this, uh, which I remember, I think, it, I don't know if you remember the, the TV or the, the network that was called Plex that was sort of a free thing. Yeah. We had. yeah. And I remember this movie would come on there all the time. It was called Thaddeus Rose and Eddie. And it was him and, uh, and uh, Johnny Cash. Apparently, I don't know if it was supposed to be based on a book or something, but it was just like, like I kind of almost wondered if it was meant to be a uh, like a pilot for a show that never got picked up. But yeah, it was just something about these two like kind of good old boys who are going going around and doing good old boy things. <laughs> and I just were they never meaning no harm. Well, that if that was if, yes, if it had also starred uh, Waylon Jennings, but no, <laughs> I think they were meaning harm. But but yeah, um, uh, Bo Hopkins, like I said, uh, even if he had just been in one of those one or two of those films. You know, he would have been a freaking legend. But yeah, the fact that he was in all of those uh, amazing films really says something for his character and how well he was to, uh, you know, how liked he was to work with. I think even like Tarantino used him a few times because, you know, how Tarantino likes to use, you know, like kind of those old actors from that era in different roles. But uh, uh, he died on uh, May 28th or May 28th uh, uh, of a heart attack. Uh, he was 84 years old. Uh, leaves behind a very, like I said, a very long body of work. Um, uh, let's see how many, yeah, 132 film credits. So the man liked to work, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so RIP Bo Hopkins. Uh, now I think that does that, does that bring us to uh, no, d- George Shapiro? Oh, George Shapiro. Yes. Um, so George Shapiro, uh, another famous sort of agent slash uh, producer of uh, many uh, comedy, uh, many comedy legend, blah, blah, many comedy legends. Let's see here. Uh, try to find him here. J O R G Shapiro. Oh, there he is. Um, he died at the age of ninety, uh, and um, let me guess, he died of natural causes. <laughs> spoilers he died of natural causes according to this but uh he managed like, he famously managed andy kaufman um and was played by danny devito in man on the moon uh he had he was one of the executive producers for seinfeld uh he also uh produced the movie summer school because he and carl reiner were really good friends um and mel and uh, mel brooks um had over 30 producing credits. Like that was kind of like his big thing. Um, trying to find like the earliest thing I can find that he, 
Oh, he produced uh, Summer Rental with um, uh, John Candy. Um, uh, what else did he do here? Uh, well, you know, and I, you can probably look. I mean, I'm sure there were other connections than this, but uh, Larry David and Andy Kaufman were both on Friars. Yeah. And as well as uh, Michael Richards. Yeah. And uh, so that's probably a lot of how, you know, they all got involved with Seinfeld. Seinfeld and George Shapiro. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, he, as I said, he was, you know, 90. So that's, that's a great run inevitably. And he died, it appears he died of natural causes. So, you know, uh, RIP George Shapiro. Thank you yep. for all the funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this yeah. one, this one was the most out of all, out of everybody I feel on this list, this is the most unexpected one. Yeah. Um, and kind of a tough one too, because this was a guy who, you know, you can talk about like had a lot of film credits. Like, let me just double check. He had a hundred and you know, 20, 126 film credits, uh, and always delivered, uh, pretty good performances. Um, Ray Liotta, uh, who uh, you know uh, apparently died? They, I don't think it's been disclosed. As yeah, it's so far it's still undisclosed. He died back on May twenty sixth, uh, only sixty seven years old, which yeah. that's freaking crazy. Um, and I think you know the first thing I really ever remember seeing him in was probably Goodfellas, which I you know which is Henry Hill, which is probably his most famous role. I mean, but that's arguable too because he also was. Shoeless Joe Jackson um, in Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's you you know people remember him. He was in that for like maybe five minutes, yeah. not even. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they he, all know. And Ray he still has. I, know, I love how he still has time to bring in like the psycho laugh that he has. Like whenever they're talking about like, yeah, we're gonna have Ty Cobb, but nobody like working with that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> And, and the funny the funny thing was i remember uh because i always thought that oh man like we were kind of denied ever having him play the joker because he would have been perfect especially like in like the you know like early aughts uh around the time that they cast uh, heath ledger i think he would have made a great joker because he does that because they, they even said that about like whenever he had like, like sort of like his first sort of breakout role which was in something a uh, jonathan demi's something wilder where he plays the sort of psycho boyfriend and that was back in 86. And there was actually talk then of like when people saw him like, Ooh, this guy would be great as the Joker because mm-hmm. of his like one, just his look, his, his kind of, you know, creepy smile and his, his, his psychotic laugh. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean like, God, he, like the guy did a lot. I mean, the guy did, you know, he had, he had a pretty varied role or a varied uh, career, a very versatile, uh, because you, know, you you see him playing Henry Hill, who's this sort of burnout, uh, you know, burnt out drug, uh, you know, drug addicted or coke addicted uh, uh, gangster, and then you see him in Narc, where he's this sort of you know uh, hard boiled you know, uh, uh, police detective who's driven to try to figure out who killed, uh, or you know who um, you know who killed uh, uh, his uh, protege. There's a twist. Uh, <laughs> haven't seen it um and yeah it was actually you know um uh was still working uh in fact i believe he was on he was on set when he died right 
Uh, I don't know. I didn't hear he was, that. He died in the uh, he died in the Dominican Republic, and I believe they were actually shooting a film. They're in the middle of shooting a film, and unfortunately, did not oh. get finished. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like this, this is a guy who he's always seemed to deliver. Always kind of. Uh, I remember that was that No Escape movie where he actually kind of plays for the first time, generally plays the hero. Um, oh God, Unlawful Entry is another one. It's a really disturbing performance that he. Well, and uh, Hannibal, where oh god, yeah, I forgot about where he it. eats his own brain, yeah, and yeah. like where he's just like, you can take dictation for me because he's all hipped up on whatever, whatever yeah. he's been given him, and then yeah, that 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 was always like, oh, he's eating his own brain, yeah, well, you are what you eat, Caleb, yes, um, but yeah, I believe. So once again, well, first off, uh, you know, once again, thank you for your brilliant career. And uh, it's a shame. Gone, got to gone too you. soon. Yeah. Gone, gone way too soon. 67. That is, that is not much older than us. So terrible. Um, it's like 20 years older. Yeah. And I guess while I'm looking at the, the trivia here, apparently he was, I guess, Tim Burton, uh, you know, in lieu of the Joker, Tim Burton, uh, had him as his first choice for uh, Two Face. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna, when you were talking earlier. I was like, he could have been a good Two Face too. Yeah. So. But I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I still wonder if he would have chewed the scenery like Tommy Lee Jones. Because then I think, like, so, like for me, <laughs> maybe I have seen him do rage. I, uh, I, I guess you have seen Ray Liotta do rage because, because like I said, Joker is crazy, whereas Two Face is supposed to be rage. You know, <laughs> rage incarnate. Well, he can play the kind of calm guy and then go into rage. That's a great yeah. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're no, I was. I was doing. I know you were trying know, Ray to Liotta that, doing oh. the shantics. Yeah, I mean, I do shantics. Okay. It's helped me with my smoking addiction. Yeah, it didn't help him with other things, but. <laughs> Well, that's not what Chantix is for. Yeah. I thought you were doing, you're a good fella, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anywho. Uh, but Bobby, yeah, so, Bobby, come on. So our, uh, uh, honestly, out of those three, he would have been the last. I would have figured either one of those guys. Yeah, uh, like Joe Pesci. or you know, Joe yeah, Pesci would have gone before him. But yeah. Well, not going to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're you're good. You're good, Joe. You're well, good. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Goodbye, um, Ray. So R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Thank you for all your great work on screen and on television. Um, but yeah, I guess that brings us ne- then to a close. Um, yeah, just about. There was one more thing I wanted to mention. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, you and I are big Marvel fans. Oh yeah, I forgot all about this. Yeah, yeah. Big fans of Marvel. And uh, so recently on uh, Twitter, I think Joe Casada, who, you know, started out freelance writer and artist, kind of was big in the late 90s, early 2000s, kind of blew up, you know, that's when uh, Marvel, that's also when Marvel was going through their bankruptcy. Yeah. And, and then uh, they they brought in they brought in him and Jimmy Palmiotti. Well, yeah. So first first they made Joe Casada the kind of 
editor in chief. Yeah. And and we're like, okay, fix us. Yeah. Because like they, because <laughs> they, they gave him, they gave him and Jimmy Palmiotti Marvel Knights. And right. then and they ba- and then they basically said, you know, we're in trouble here. Yeah, like you're saying, fix us. We got like, and so they used Marvel Knights to bring in other talent, and that's right, when like, you get like Bendis. Yeah, you get you get Kevin Smith writing Daredevil. You get you know because they were thinking outside the box of just like uh, I think that's what, that's when they brought in they brought like Grant Morrison in. You know, they they were bringing in all these people, and then that was starting to get. The yeah, ball Matt, Matt Fraction. Yeah, they brought him in, um, and and not just not just like artists or I mean writers of comics, but they were bringing in like well-known novelists. Yeah, um, who who had never written a comic, yeah. and um, and you know somebody who I had forgotten about recently, um, the Marjorie Liu. I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. Yeah. Uh, but she was big during that time. Yeah, um, and even well, and that he's even the one. Whenever Grant Morrison left, unceremoniously, you know, kind of unceremoniously left, uh, he brought in Joss Whedon to write X Men. You know, yeah, and, and he was, you know, he was very, he was, and he was also the first artist to ever take have the title editor in chief at Marvel. Yeah, mostly it's been writers, but yeah, yeah. but he was the first. Well, but I mean, he was kind of a writer artist, like yeah. So he did write some too, but yeah, yeah. first artist who had that um but yeah so he i mean if you want to look at who saved marvel it was pretty much him yeah uh when they made him editor-in-chief he was making all the good decisions um bringing in a whole bunch of new artists and writers and and kind of revamping everything and then and then when marvel kind of got big and and uh or you know got stable disney bought him out then he went from editor in chief to what, chief like creative chief officer. creative officer. Yeah. So he was kind of a head uh, overarching. Uh, he was kind of the bridge between Disney entertainment and Marvel. Right. Yeah. And that kind of what he yeah. was doing, he was kind of overseeing all of it, like the TV and comic side uh, of well, it. I think, I'm not sure if that, because, because then also Jeff Loeb was doing stuff. Well, Jeff, Je- I mean, Jeff Loeb was like, doing he was in charge of the tv stuff but yeah uh he was he was over him he was yeah. the one over jeff Loeb yeah. saying this is kind of this like spearheading everything yeah yeah you yeah. know this is the direction we want to move this is we want to kind of you know do all this and and kind of generally guiding the whole ship yeah um and he did that for he did that for 20 years or for 22 years actually because yeah. i think he got on in like uh, either 99 or 2000 around then uh, is when, well I think 2000s whenever he took over as editor-in-chief right hired well, him in the late 90s yeah yeah um, and uh, yeah so I mean he he was a big part of why Marvel is where it is today yeah um, so just almost I mean not quite the same level but you could almost put him up there with Stan Lee yeah, as being yeah. one of the most important as far as well, he 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 brought them back from the brink, driving the ship. You know, yeah. like being being the thing that. And he was saved like much, and much like Stanley, he was kind of because you know he'd always do the cup of Joe. Yeah, kind of how like you know Stan because Stan you know there was Stan's soapbox, right? Um, and he had the the sort of the cup of Joe thing at the end of comics where he would take questions and and talk to fans and he would even do those uh we saw a couple of those live uh, his yeah. cup of joes uh when we would go to like c2e2 or wizard world 
And it was always interesting because I'll never forget there was the one time that there was that girl who was just, you know, you could tell like she was like try like she she thought she was a feminist, but you know, didn't know what the hell she was talking about, where she tried to like attack them for drawing women as spank bank material. And he goes, We do the same thing to men too. Why aren't you complaining about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, all the men are like roided out, perfectly yeah. sculpted bodies. They basically said, you know, he's, he's said what you know his argument was. It's like, look, comic books, much like art in any form, is usually you you have the male or female ideal, you know. <laughs> and it's like, and he's like, I don't mind having this discussion. And she was like getting all like you know hot under the collar and basically kind of like tore her argument up because you could tell like she just oh I, i'm gonna get that there and confront him and then it's like oh when he wasn't he wasn't doing it rudely either no, it wasn't no, like no. you stupid female like it was yeah. just like pointing holes like well i mean think about it these people are like olympic like higher than olympic athletes you know yeah like all they do is train every day. Of course, their bodies would be sculpted perfectly. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna have some dude out there looking like Babe Ruth yeah. fighting, you know, Galactus. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these these people they train, yeah, and their bodies are perfectly honed machines. You know, yeah, uh, not schlubs. Yeah, that so, should be uh, the, the great great idea for a superhero team. Schlubs. Yeah, schlubs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, uh, but no, he he I guess has basically said that he's kind of done with Marvel for right now. Um, that yeah, because I mean, it, I mean, and to be fair, it's something he's been doing for over two decades, uh, and he's just ready to kind of do what. Well, and and he said he said he wanted to like he was gonna like direct an indie movie feature. Yeah. Uh, I he hasn't said much about it, but it kind of yeah. sounds like he wants to get into directing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, uh, and yeah, um, hopefully it won't be like when Stan Lee, you know, pretty much bought out Spike TV. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you remember the all his stuff on Spike TV? Yeah. And then it, yeah, the Stripperella or whatever. Yes, yeah, there was Stripperella, and then that one that was like... X Cop or something or. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was Axe Cop one of those? I can't remember. I just, yeah, that was that was a weird. <laughs> and, that, and and hey, you know what happened? Is, and you know where Spike TV is now? It's called the Paramount Network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but but yeah. by way of like all the other networks that it became, because yeah. didn't Cause it, it was become G four? Well, it was a no, no, no. Originally, it was the Nashville Network. Then it was yeah. the National Network, and then it became Spike TV. Right, and now it's the Paramount Network. Well, but it was something else in between Paramount and Spike. It was no, it was like cause, no, because yeah, because they call well, yeah, it was it started out like I said, it was TNN, which st- which stood for. Well, no, I know, but between Spike TV and Paramount, it was like at least one more thing. I don't if not think two. so because I know G four was a G four was like. True TV or something else, or the same people no, that own two, True TV maybe, is still out there, or maybe it was. No, no, I'm saying that. No, no, I'm saying G4 was something else. I can't remember what it was, but it was okay. not because it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Spike. Um, but yeah, it was like as far as I know. Yeah, it's, it went from. It was just those. It's just been those four networks. Well, so I don't know about that. Yeah, 
Nah, just funny to think that it started out as the Nashville network and yeah. how far it's come. <laughs> but anywho, uh, but yeah, uh, guess unless there's anything else we need to discuss, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. What do you think? Um, yeah. All right. (laughs) It it was an episode that we did. It sure was, Caleb. It sure was. They can't take Um, that away from us. Well, for those of you listening, I hope you guys had a good, has had as much of a good time as we did. Yeah. Uh, Right now, right now, Layla is playing. Oh, yeah. Layla. Layla. Oh, oh, or or the instrumental part of Layla. Yeah, the end of it. Yeah, for for those of you Ray Liotta fans who know our reference. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, for those of you uh, who uh, do like what we do here, uh, please remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with others. Um, we appreciate your support. Um, and yeah, I guess that'll, that'll wrap up this episode yeah, of the normal next time. We won't have such long gaps and have to have so much in one episode. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm sorry that life keeps handing me sandwiches so. <laughs> and I keep yeah. biting right into them. <laughs> you kind of get, it's an acquired taste. Well, you know, eventually it's not as bad. <laughs> All right. Okay. You're easy, folks. All right. All right. Bye. So I think you, I think you got enough from there. I got plenty.